Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience. What look like he just came out of the basement. TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because, because now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the brand new week. A whole lot to talk about on this episode, but before we delve into it, I need you to do me a huge favor and go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. Also, subscribe to us for all the latest interviews in the world of sports and entertainment at youtube.com slash nhexperiencetv. That's youtube.com slash nhexperiencetv. Now, before I go any further, got to bring in my guy, the backbone of the show, the engineer extraordinaire, producer to the stars, Jake Warner, affectionately known as Big Brother Jake, or his other name, the Will Smith hater. What's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, I don't know at this point, but I, I was doing fine. <laughs> you were doing fine when Will Smith issued that other uh, apology on his live. Oh, he was taking questions man. from his from his audience, man, his digital I, audience. Man, that guy. Don't get me started. Don't get me Listen, started. Listen, man. Lee will let let Will live. I told Why? people a while ago. Because it's over, man. What's done is done. And man, apologize now twice now. Should have apologized like, that night. <laughs> well, he didn't, man. Well, he I mean, okay. He, you got so you gonna throw stones even though you got a glass house? That's oh, what my, you doing? I got a stone house, bro. <laughs> nah, you got you got you you human. You got a glass house. I'm very I mean, human. Listen, I, I'm a forgiving I'm not, person. I am. I'm not mad at Will. Listen, I told people a long time ago. <laughs> I think this thing is gonna blow because Will has built up enough character equity for him to have a, a moment like that. It's gonna take him it's going to take him time to get past this. But eventually, in another year or so, we're not gonna even talk about this. I agree. Because with we're that. gonna be talking about I mean, after that apology, I heard summertime on the radio for the first time in a long time. <laughs> it's been a minute. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I mean, there's certain records you play in certain seasons and Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, you know, summertime is the record at all yes. the cookouts and the barbecues, along with summertime in the LBC by the Thumb yes. Shack. Like, Absolutely. those are the two records, yep. you know, uh, Sunday Afternoon by Lighter Shade of Brown. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's certain records that you play, especially out here in California. Yes. There's certain records that you play. And, and, and summertime from uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It's a classic. R- regardless of how I feel about him, one of my top five favorite songs of all time. Love that song. Of course, it has to be. It has to be. But it doesn't have so, to be. I but mean, I, let, I, <laughs> let, let Will live, man. Stop hating on Will, I'm not man. hating on Will. Let, it go. Just, let, let go. I'm not let letting go. go. I'm not letting go. When that episode Why? is dropped, when I drop, when I drop the episode, you'll, you'll hear what I have to say, and then I'll let it go after that. Then I'm done. I heard what you I heard what you had to say. And it's already full much with two left shoes. <sighs> I don't know why you're you standing for Will so hard, bro. I'm not standing for him hard. I'm just like, man, let, <laughs> let that man live. He messed up. Yes, he screwed up. Okay, he should have done. He admitted it not once but twice now. Like, let that man live. 
Oh man, I got no problem with him now. I let out what I had to let out, and we're good. Oh, now you're good. Now you act like he, like he slapped you. Act like he slapped you. He's like, come on, dude, really? Okay, he embarrassed me in front of two honeys that I was trying to get at. That's I rather got slapped. How long? How long ago did that happen? But, that's not relevant of when it happened. No, 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 the fact no, 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 that no. it happened answer, is what. <laughs> answer the question, sir. Please do not deflect from the question, sir. See, that's what it's called deflecting, ladies that's and gentlemen. That's not deflecting. That's what people do. Listen, that's what people do. They don't want to answer the no, direct I'll, I'll question. So the, how long okay, ago? You know, I'm not afraid to answer anything. I'm an open book, okay. and I ain't scared of nobody except God, IRS, and Mike Tyson's left hook. Anything else, I'm not worried about. But if I have to be honest, it happened in 1994, right? And I'm still not happy about it. 88 Let's and 94. See. 1994. And we are. Um, so, wow. Wow. So, almost 30 years ago, this happened. And you're still holding on to that. Like, you're still holding on to, like, to that, that incident. You know, yes. I wow. Am. Yeah. That, that's. Seek therapy, sir. I, I'm, I'm actually going to a therapist, and it's working out quite well for me. <laughs> I, 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 you should. I, I was hoping you. I was hoping. I'm hoping because you should get your money back if it's not. I'm sorry. Look, that's look. thirty. That's almost. That's twenty eight years, sir. Well, he let that go. I, I, it's okay. I, I believe nobody should. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Okay, I, I'm a big believer in that, and I know that people need to, you know, be forgiven, and I forgive people. You know, I know I held on for a long time. It's just there's certain things that rub me the wrong way. I said my piece about it, and if y'all don't know, for 28 years worth of rubbing the wrong way, jeez, he's like a Brillo pad. I could have had my like lifetime love, and he messed it up for me. Oh no, you no no, you can't blame it on Will. Will. you can't blame it on Will. I had to I had to take a bus. I had to take a bus back to San Bernardino, an hour ride, and be embarrassed the whole time. People clowning. Look here, look here. It did damage. You can't go wrong. Oh, my game is very strong. Like, All right, then, then, then you had nothing to do with Will then. That's all I'm saying. 28 years, he let go and let God. I, I'm good. I'm We're good you, now. We're good. I let it out, bro. Yeah, after 28 years. I hope so. You know, the Big Brother Jay right, podcast, like catch was, that. <laughs> you act like it was two years ago. I could understand that, but Look, just goodness don't, gracious. Just don't cross me, man. That's all it is. It's like, wow, 28 I, 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 years. I'm a loyal okay. cat. I, you know, I got your back. Don't embarrass me twice. 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 It'd be different if it was Ladies once. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why therapy is so important, especially amongst <laughs> me. If, if All right, y'all, you know what time it is. More. Let's go. Let's go. If it's going on in the world of sports and entertainment, you know Nick Hamilton is going to speak on it. It's time to get it popping. <laughs> so over the weekend, unfortunately, we lost two legends mm. uh, in, in the world of sports and entertainment, for that matter. Uh, Sunday, we lost the the legendary, the great Bill Russell, the 11-time champion, first black NBA head coach uh, with the Boston Celtics. He won 11 championships and 13 trips to the NBA Finals. He was also an instrumental part in the civil rights movement uh, in the 60s uh, and has constantly been just an ambassador for basketball as a whole. Obviously, the relationship that he's developed with uh, former Lakers superstar Kobe Bryant um, that was instrumental, and then the NBA went ahead and named the MVP, the Finals MVP trophy, after Bill Russell, who who had, who attended every, did he attend every NBA Finals game yeah. up until his, his passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a, every because single I remember one. seeing, yeah. And listen, I never had a chance to meet Bill Russell. I have seen him from afar, and Bill Russell is larger than life. The dude has got to be—he is truly six foot twelve. There is no <laughs> way. 
that you could tell me this man who not just from his physique but just had a large personality yeah and and uh, and you you he commanded respect like i saw people like literally like asking him and shaking his hand and asking him could they talk to him and he was just very like i said i saw him from afar because i was working a game one time when i was covering the lakers and he happened to be there it was a sunday afternoon game i think it was an abc game so of course he was there and um you know he was very gracious from what i could hear he was very gracious to people um and this man went through a lot in boston back in the 50s and the 60s and even the early 70s this man went through a lot i mean i i hope they do a, a really serious detailed biopic on this man because he is definitely deserving of that and this is a man who stood the test of time this is a man who fought for justice on and off the court um and he's definitely very revered by many many athletes not just in the nba community but there are a lot of athletes in different sports that do pay homage and respect to bill russell so i just want to say my condolences and prayers out to him to his family uh, rest in peace to the great Bill Russell. Even if you weren't a Celtics fan, even if you hated the Celtics, you still gave respect to Bill Russell because of what he represented. Regardless of the team that was on the front of his jersey, you respected the name on the back of the jersey. And so rest in peace to Bill Russell. Also, Nichelle Nichols, mm. uh, who played on the legendary uh, TV series Star Trek in the 60s. And if everybody... You know, I know some people that may be listening may not know this, but uh, she had the pretty much the first interracial kiss on screen with William Shatner, who played Captain Kirk. Yep. Um, but she was an instrumental piece and also in the movement and moving black people and black women forward on television, on network television at that time, because I believe it was her. And I want to say it was a Diane Carroll was the other. Diane Carroll's another black woman. That's a pioneer. Yeah. So... You know, she had dementia uh, in her 80s. She died. She passed away also at the age of 89. I know she had been battling dementia, mm -hmm. uh, according to her son, uh, while she was in her 80s. And uh, she passed on as well. Um, another legendary uh, figure. Um, so rest in peace to her. Again, thoughts and prayers out to her family as well. Man, we just we losing legends, man. Like we are lo definitely losing our legends. Yeah, like, it, this is crazy. And they both mm. both passed away on the same day. Yeah, that and, was ironic. And, and both pioneers too. You know, both of them went through hell. Like Bill Russell, you know, in his own town where he's playing in, people are throwing bricks through his window with the N word on it. You know, and he had to yeah. battle so much. Um, my dad had a chance to meet him in Sacramento when he was, you know, doing front office work there. Uh, my dad was met him at a truck stop. <laughs> he was filling his gas wow. tank. And uh, my dad said he was nothing but nice. You know, it was a five-minute conversation, and he talked about, uh, you know, his, his part in the civil rights movement. And my dad said it changed him. It changed him uh, to be more cognizant of, of you know, yeah. his culture and everything else. And it, it's, it's sad to see two legends go on the same day like that. Yeah. Very sad. Day. But you know what? They live, they live full lives, yep. you know. I know lately we've been hearing about people passing away at early 40s, you know, 50s, even some late 30s. Um, so it's not that we're celebrating death, but we're all celebrating the legacy. But like I said, they lived a full life until their 80s, which is something we all uh, hope to live in our in our latter days, in our 80s and 90s. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just it's just a, it was a sad situation. But again, we get the chance to rejoice and uh, celebrate what they meant to the culture, what they meant to this this planet. So again, rest in peace to Nichelle Nichols. Rest in peace to Bill Russell. Yes. Now the news that we've all been anticipating mm-hmm. and waiting for: Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. Now we know Deshaun Watson has been in in a class, uh, civil uh, lawsuit with. 24 accusers that accuse him of sexual misconduct and sexual assault allegedly uh when it came to getting massages and massage services uh he was recently traded from the houston texans to the cleveland browns and guaranteed a fully 253 million dollar contract now on monday morning the word came down that he would be suspended because of violating the league's uh, policy uh, when it comes to character. Six games. Mm. Going to be suspended for six games. He will not be fined. He will not be fined. Uh, but he will be suspended for six games. And on top of that, uh, former federal judge Sue L. Robinson, who was named the disciplinary officer in the case, reportedly handed down the ruling. Uh, as Watson has recently settled 23 of his 24 lawsuits in Texas. Um, so that's interesting that they had a uh, former appellate judge. And here's the thing. When I look at Deshaun Watson, this man needs help. <clears throat> um, he needs psychological help. And this is not a problem that just sprung on him. This is a problem he's had for quite some time because problems like this don't just pop up instantaneously. This is something that you've been battling or dealing with. He just didn't have the funds to be able to go out and do these types of things. But once he got the funds, he pretty much lost his damn mind. And again, I'm not here to, as I said on this show, weeks and weeks ago, when we first discussed the potential punishment that he could receive. Some thought it could be a full year. Some thought I thought it was going to be at least eight games personally, because I thought that was that was he should get anything less than eight games. For his participation in that because it, it put a black eye on his team it put a black eye on the league and for him to get six games i was actually surprised i thought he was going to get more a lot of people thought he was going to get between eight and ten games um for some of the reports that i was reading but when you look at deshaun watson now he is a talented quarterback i take nothing away from his talent on the field the man is a talented quarterback we've seen the the, the potential that he has in this league uh, once he does play, I know he was out for a year, but the thing about it is, this is a guy who needs help. I'm not saying all of the women are telling the truth. I'm not saying all of the women are lying. I don't know. I was not in the room. Neither were any of you that may be listening to this program. Nobody was in those rooms. Nobody truly knows what transpired. But I will say this much: I do not believe that all of these ladies are lying. I believe the women before I believe Deshaun Watson. I can tell you that. Because 24, now I can understand two or three, and you're like, okay, maybe it's a conspiracy. You know, maybe they got together, they saw they saw a money plot, they saw a money opportunity, and they got together, and here we go. Okay, 24. And I don't want to, yes, it was, it was, yes, we all know information was leaked because he pissed off the brass with the Houston Texans at the time. And all of a sudden the information came through the floodgates. We understand that. But the fact that he did it, 
or was accused of doing. Let me say that. Let me not say he did it because, I, again, I don't know. He was accused of doing something so heinous, so disrespectful to these women. And also, let's let's take this into account as well. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew who you were calling. Now, I've talked to other athletes that have legitimate massage therapists when they go to different parts of the country. Some of them have two or three. Some of them have, you know, depending on where they are. But you don't call up random like you're on Backpage or some of these other websites and just randomly call women talking about, hey, I want a massage. And you really don't want the massage. You want the happy ending to the massage. Mm -hmm. That's a different category. That's not has nothing to do with having a massage. And that's what sounds like uh, allegedly that's what Deshaun Watson wanted. Now, I'm going to quickly go through the first six games that he's going to miss at Carolina, home to the Jets, home to Pittsburgh, at the Atlanta Falcons, home to the Chargers, home to the New England Patriots. I think he I think the the Carolina I think the Carolina game, the Browns win that one. I think they beat they also beat the Jets. I think they lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they definitely destroy the Atlanta Falcons. I think they lose to the Los Angeles Chargers. And I think that could be a win. I think it's a possible winnable game against the New England Patriots. Um Jacoby Brissett is the backup quarterback, so he will be starting in those six games. Uh, but I tell you what, Nick Chubb is going to have a lot of carries in those six games. When Watson returns from, from, from his suspension, he's going to face at Baltimore against the Bengals. They have a bye, then at the Miami Dolphins, at the Buffalo Bills, and then home against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Good luck, Cleveland. Good luck, Cleveland Brown fans. You're in for a doozy. All right, y'all, coming up on the other side of the break, part two to my conversation with the legendary Dog Pound member, Corrupt Young Gotti. We talk about Snoop, the impact of Master P, also his relationship with, with Suge Knight, his relationship with Eminem, and the wisdom of, of the late, great Tupac Shakur. All that coming up on the other side of the break. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening Slam Radio Sirius XM. Yeah. We are strong. We are resilient. And we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone. Connect with your friends. Stay in touch with your community. And know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then you oh, give me that puppy look. Back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> You can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. 
For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2249, iHeart Latino. Welcome back to TNA with Nick Hamilton. You're here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. And also check us out. At nightcastmedia.com, your gateway to sports, pop culture, entertainment, tech, community, all rolled into one. That's nightcastmedia.com. Now, part two to my in-depth exclusive conversation with corrupt young Gotti, one half of the legendary group, the Dog Pound, and owner of Pentagon Records. We sat down and had a discussion, and a great discussion, about Snoop Dogg uh, buying and, and acquiring uh, the new Death Row Records, the impact of Master P., his relationship with with uh, Suge Knight, his relationship with Eminem, and why that relationship is so impactful to him, and the imparted wisdom from the late great Tupac Shakur. Check it out. Uh, recently, we know Snoop Dogg uh, acquired uh, Death Row Records, which was humongous, great for the culture. Obviously, Harry O back in the fact you mentioned that at at the uh, media event that you hosted. Uh, about Harry's position, how instrumental his position has always been, but now it's solidified uh, now that he's he's, he's returned home. Uh, and then having you and Daz uh, and giving your, your publishing, all the mechanical rights, things of that nature that you guys were owed from back then is now give, given back to you. Isn't that great? Man, that's fantastic. I mean, prop, I don't think Snoop gets enough props because that is a lot to handle for one man to deal with as far as handing uh, getting handed you know in charge i should say of a label of that magnitude the historic ramifications that surround that and then being able to divvy out 
everybody's rightful piece of the pie, as it were, to ensure that they get everything that they, they deserve and they work for. The death row thing is amazing, but I don't think dog gets his props from dog. Mm. I mean, leaving death row and still be on top, going with P. I don't think P gets his props. He re-established Snooky, as well as all the careers he created with people that were straight from the streets and put them in different positions of great business and um, changing their lives. But he went and got dog. The only one that was not afraid to talk to Simon, he was not afraid to talk with Shiv. Put him in the pedestal he's supposed to be at and let him go according to the deal without no issues. And then dog has been rising ever since. Let me tell you something. Everybody think dog got it good, but nobody realizes the dog is a human. Mm -hmm. personal issues he has regular issues he's a man so nobody sees that because every time you see dog he's smiling he's the he is the the key to what i see as an artist should be he never sweats and as they say never let him see you sweat dog never sweats you can't tell if he's going through something or not Right now, I turn on the television. Right now, while we're on this Zoom, and Dog will be coming on the television. He's doing commercial. He's living the exact uh, key to what being a superstar is about. He's hip hop. He's rock and roll. He's pop. He's country and western. He's every genre of music and at the same time of all this genre he's still the king of gangster rap talking uh, to the people about these funky ass stanky bitches and small <laughs> bust ass niggas and he's on a corona commercial chilling on sands chilling he had one of the number one shows on television away from his family show with motherfucking Martha Stewart, who's one of the most gangster women in the world. Martha motherfucking Stewart is Snoop Dogg. Who could ever fathom that? Dog is the prime example of what you want to be when you grow up. Because I know I want to be like Dog when I grow up. He's only a year older than me, but I still I, I, know. He doesn't act like that. He has an old soul. That's why, I, you know, he's he's my big brother. Because only being a year older than me, the way he handles himself like Tupac. He was only a year older. Pac and Snoop are basically like the same age. Pac, Snoopy, and Biggie. But all three of them just upheld themselves differently. I had a youthful mindset. I was young, mentally. But these guys at 23, 24, 25, their mentality was like 30, 35, 36. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what makes them iconic. Yeah. I said, I said Snoop is the Kobe of entertainment. Mamba uh, mentality. I wouldn't say that. No. 
I wouldn't say he's the Kobe. I would say he's the Michael Jordan, the Kobe, and the LeBron. Okay. Of entertainment. Okay. Right, 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 right. Because he's all three in one. He's the champ. And I also say he's Mike. Because when he walks in, you already lost. (laughs) (laughs) You already lost, my nigga. You counted yourself out, cuz. Oh, shit. All right, so look, I'm not going to hit you hard, so don't hit me hard. Bow! I said (laughs) I was the bow! You're done. Fucking around with the dog. (laughs) I'm just talking about it. You know what I'm saying? My Uncle Mike Tyson, cuz, is so vicious. He, he, he look he's so humble too he says every he gives it up for a lot of the champs that's really the best like the greatest is muhammad ali muhammad ali mm-hmm. muhammad as the 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 reverend would say the, i mean the honorable would say elijah muhammad muhammad yeah he was my generation my muhammad ali is mike tyson Without question, greatest I've ever seen. I watch, I watch all his shit. I watch all of Muhammad's and everybody. Nothing's greater than the goat, which is Muhammad Ali. I'm sorry, nothing's greater than the goat. You can't take history away. But Mike is our goat. Okay, he walks in now, and everybody's scared. He did shit. I went on this podcast. I was scared. I'm like. <laughs> Because I remember, you know, Mike was around us when we was kids, too. You know, Mike and Suge and all of us, we used to hang out in Vegas. And, you know, and Mike would be there. And it's like, damn, cuz, that's the champ. That's Mike. <laughs> he's the shit. I'm sorry. He's the fucking shit. The way I rhyme on the mic is how Mike boxes, nigga. I, 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 nobody can see me. I'm Mike on the mic. And that was my mentality, you know. But... At the same time, I'm like, I wouldn't make him mad though. <laughs> up. Same thing with Snoopy, cuz I'm like, you know what? I would I wouldn't make Snoop mad. You know, me and the homies went through feuds together and all that. That's what brothers do. We butt heads and all the rest of that type of shit. But I'll be honest though, dog is not somebody I wouldn't upset. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike. <laughs> Hey man, all the thing I remember about Mike Tyson besides Mike Tyson's punch out is the black trunks, no socks, and he's going in there to do battle. No socks. He's coming out with no fucking socks, money. <laughs> no, no robe. No robe. They got like a cutoff towel or something that he that's he created. Let me put this towel on. Let me cut here and cut here and then put, this is all I want. I just want to eat this guy. I just, I just want to, I just want to, I want to make his nose bone touch his brain. I'm going to hit him so hard that his nose bone will touch his brain. I don't want to kill him, but I'm about to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around, Mike, man. You got to leave Mike alone. Yeah, y'all, be, you really better leave him alone and let him be for sure, and respect him for for the man that he is. Most I definitely. Know, hey, look, I look. I'm not fucking with Mike. Man. It's my uncle, man. It's a pleasure to be able to call him my uncle, my nigga. Because, man, he's the, uh, he's, what they say, uh, whose song was that? I think it was EST and them. He's the greatest man alive. 
him and dog and dr drake uh you know what i'm saying and believe it or not suge if it wasn't for suge and his intelligence and his savvy and business knowledge and he didn't teach us too much about the business but he taught us a lot about the business because you know without suge this uh circle would not be complete so a lot of people talk about suge and all they know is the negative thing but you very rarely hear the positive things of this man. The lives he's changed, the jobs he gave to people he created. You know what I'm saying? The opportunities he gave. I ain't saying he's the best guy in the world, but I am saying he was the best guy for forever. Hello. Yeah, there you go. That's all you can. That's all you can stand on. You were in the studio with some of the best MCs to me. You had Crooked Eye, you had Trey D, you had Technique from the LBC crew, badass. Um, obviously, you know, Goldie Loke, and and just uh, the list goes on. Lady of Rage, how did that help you corrupt as an MC having all that fire and you coming with the fire that you come with? How did that enhance you and keep you sharp? Well, originally rage and doc was the key in rbx to keep you on your 10 toes as an mc doc is the champ and then uh, rage and then rbx kept you on your 10 toes on the mic everyone else came later and they were the youth and then the youth came and kept you on your 10 toes so i was surrounded around people who helped me to bring the best out of myself. It's uh, like they say, a friendly competition. So every mm -hmm. time we got on the mic, it was a friendly competition all the time. He busts like that. Oh, I got to come like this. Oh, and the next person, I got to come like this. Oh, and the next person, well, I'm gonna come like this. It was a great friendship camaraderie. And the thing was, um, you know, Trade E was the one that struck me out the blue is just incredible. I call Trade E the West Coast Rock Hill. Mm -hmm. I mean, he 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 was he, he was incredible. He had this one uh, song called Take a Survey. Oh my God, if this was not the R on a G level, I said, oh my God. I said, because you the West Coast rock, Kim, blew me away. And I always kept Tracy Davis around for any record that we would work on. Dog Food, I had him on that. Corruption, I had him on that. I had him on Space Boogie. I had him on Streets as a Mother. I had Trade E on every album I've ever done in my life. You know? And same with Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye was different. And, you know, within the squad, everybody tends to go towards different directions. Now, Trade E went to both directions. You got dog and the G shit, and you got corrupt in the mic. Trade E was in both zones. Then you got badass. And I always put badass a part of anything I was doing as well. He was sick on the mic. He fit in both sides. Then technique. He was on the mic side. See what I'm saying? And then crooked eye. He was on the mic side, the corrupt side, that mic. Bishop Lamont, he was on the mic side. 
you know, the corrupt side of things. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, they kept me on my tiptoes. Oh, mama. Yeah, definitely. Another MC I want to talk to you about is Eminem. And you gave a lot of props to Eminem. And I remember Eminem had a record where he named you uh, and all these other MCs ahead of himself. When you first heard that record, what did you feel like? And how's, how is the relationship with Eminem developed with you and him? And I remember you said something also, too, that he kind of saved you at some point or he gave you or, or something to that degree, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that you said. Eminem, Eminem, when he said that, the first thing uh, I thought about was this man is so humble. His humility is impeccable. You know what I'm saying? Because he knows that right now he's on stupid fire and nothing can see him right now. And he has the nerve to put people in front of him and say they are this. That's a that's that's just greatness. That's just humble. And this is why Eminem is uh so iconic because he's not just about himself he's about giving credit where credit is due he's rare and yeah he's a part of saving corrupt's life um you know me personally i am a recovering alcoholic and um eminem and dr dre were the ones who got me into a rehab program i went to a rehab program and eminem fred wreck Fred Wreck was the key to it. Fred Wreck, Eminem, and uh, Dr. Dre got me in this establishment. And Eminem led the pro. He led. He led the. Uh, he led the program. He led the whole enforcement to it. Fred Wreck and Eminem said, "Hey, man, boop, this is what it is." And M stepped up and took care of it for me. You know, I went as far as I could go, and then I had to. I had to go. I said, "I could do this on my own." <laughs> And M didn't get upset at me, and he still supported me. But that's what M did for Corrupt. He helped me get over a hump. Him, Fred Wreck, and Dr. Dre, and Snoop. Snoop told me if I keep drinking, I can't go on tour with him anymore because that, that broke my heart. And I stopped drinking for three years at that time because that's how much... And how bad I wanted to be on the road with the champ, you know. And uh, he said it. I love you too much. I can't see you like this. And basically, uh, you know, if this is what you want to do, I don't. I can't have you around me. I don't want to see you like that. Now, if you care about being around us and on the road doing this thing, you have a choice to make. So between Snoopy, between Fred between Eminem, Dr. Dre, and my brother Daz. You know, that helped me to get over the hump. And then I met my wife. And which added to that hump, uh, getting over the hump thing. So, you know, it's a team that wins the championship. So yeah, you know, that's what M did for me, man. He, he stepped up to the plate and I love Corrupt and I want to see him excel. No, that's a lot of love, man. That is beautiful. Oh, that's a hell of a lot of love because he didn't have to do that. 
No, that's a beautiful thing, man. I'm glad. Well, let me say this for me to you, man. I'm glad that you 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 you're on track, man. I'm glad that you you saw what you needed to see, and you got through it, and now here you are, man, standing tall, living good, God is feeling good. good. God is good. Absolutely. I feel good. I smell good. <laughs> and I make love good. How about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now, corrupt. You are a video game. You on the video games, tough man. I know you out there on the Xbox Live, huh? Oh, you the champ. Okay. There's only one title I don't have. Okay. Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. The only title I don't have. And the guy who whooped me to death became my teacher and taught me how to whoop everybody else to death. I never contested him since and left him with the Atlanta, Georgia title and the championship belt. Big Rube from the dungeon. I don't know anybody on planet Earth that can see Big Rube, man. This guy's so special, man. He, he He's special. But after Big Rube, I just beat everybody to death. I got the Chicago championship. I got the uh, St. Louis championship. I got all the belts. Los Angeles belt. I'm the dog pound champ of uh, fight night. Okay. They got Mike Tyson on there, so I'm I'm really just a grizzly bear right now. So you are, are you so you got fight night on lock, I hear. Any other video games that you're interested in that you play that you kind of that you have on lock as well that we don't know about? Football, Madden. Okay, Madden. Okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? 2K. But uh, I don't participate. I bet. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know I'm interested in them because I win my bets and see uh, my money <laughs> goes on the champ, Snoop. Smart man. They can't see the dog. Uh, they can't see the champ. All that live stuff, I dig it. If you face to face with dog, though, you're gonna lose. The dog will whoop that ass superiorly. So me and dog, we have something in common. He bets on me for boxing, and I bet on him for any other sport there is in the game. You know, soccer or golf. I bet on well, golf is mine. I gotta get mine. But soccer, uh, uh, that's another one of my golf. I gotta, I gotta go back to golf. Yeah, I'm, I'm champion golf. Okay, all right. Yeah, golfing's my thing. Okay. Boxing. The dog got football, he got soccer, he got baseball, he got, uh, what they call it, not boxing, but uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, oh, the UFC? Basketball. Okay. UFC, I give that to Wiz. Mm. Yeah, UFC, Wiz, tie your ass up and just wrap around you, cuz, and you fucked. <laughs> you fuck, fuck around with Wiz, just leave Wiz, and he's high. So he's laughing at you the whole time, which really distracts you. While he's just wrapping you, wrapping around you like an anaconda, my nigga, and just hold you, pop, 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 and he's laughing at you, and you just distracted. You can't. I seen him beat up everybody he fought. I said, "This nigga." When I box, I don't laugh at people until I just knock their ass clear across the whoop. But I guess that's the same thing. Because then I start laughing. I'm like, "Oh my god, what you that Bang, bow. Oh, look, why you let me hit you like that? Wiz just choke you out and be like, "Man, what, what's wrong with you?" What's wrong with you? Hey, you need to hit this? Okay, I'll hit it. He's still choking you, though. It's just, hey, look, man. I ain't feeling good. 
UFC. He's the, he's, he got UFC. I okay, got yeah. Where's Khalifa? Okay. Dolph. And Dog has every other sport there is. So you work up to the DPG motherfucking Thunder Pound, you're done. You want to come to this motherfucking Taylor DPG Thunder Pound, you're done. All right, stay tuned because you definitely don't want to miss the next upcoming segment because Corrupt is dropping some gems. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd have one more question for him. Did you take steroids? Hold down. Did you take steroids? Why, how can I but do why, all of that and then not ask him? But why would you do that? He's not going to answer that question. Why would you answer such a question? Why not? I'm asking him. I bet he answers the other two very nicely of without course. a problem. Yeah, so why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Why can't he answer the last one? He's going to hang up on us. Just tell me, no, he didn't. I'm giving him an opportunity for me to no longer judge this based on what I heard from one person in the New York Times. I don't want to believe it. He didn't take steroids. He platanos. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is makes me get up in the morning go what's next i love people to tell me no i love people to tell me don't it won't impossible and uh, the word can't is the word can and the word don't is the word do and the word won't is the word one and in the word impossible it's possible what do you tell them you tell them you know you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger better stronger because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction see if you're always winning then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you gotta take those losses, you gotta take those hits. There's gotta be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, you know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Hola, mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva, la potra, la caballota, la reina, y mi cuello. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. All right, everybody, final segment of the show, TMA with Nick Hamilton, Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at NickHamilton213. Also, follow Jake Warner at Big Brother Jake on all social media platforms. Now, let's continue our conversation with Corrupt Young Gotti. Here we go. Well, look, man, I'm, I'm going to bet on all three. Thanks for the advice. I'm going to bet on all three of y'all. If I was you, <laughs> don't you want to win? That's why I said I'm betting on three of y'all. I'm just saying. I don't want to lose now. I, I, times are too tough to be losing money. Hey, so man, times is hard. Bodyguard <laughs> <God> hard. <laughs> so could you see yourself like maybe sponsoring an esports team at some point? Not really. Okay. Because that's dog's lane. Okay, gotcha. I don't know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I can beat everybody else up in esports with Mike Tyson. I'll fuck somebody down. Real bad. Okay. Right. If they got the souped up guy, there's no way to win. And that's why Big Rube is the champ to me. He's the GOAT. 
because hey, any fighter, my nigga, and he knocked me out every time. And then I let him fight it. I said, I watched it. Okay, fight these guys. I already knocked all of them out, but let me see how bad you knocked them out. If you could knock them out worse than I did, I, I got to see this. Bam! And he fucked their ass up so quick and so fast. I said, you're the, you're the one. You're the one. Nothing's great. Well, let me ask you this real quick. I got a quick rapid fire before we get on out of here. So I got to ask Corrupt. If you're on an island, you only have three albums you can take, which albums would they be? I wouldn't take an album. Because, see, this is the 2000s, right? So I'd make a playlist, and I would take my playlist, right, that has everything that I want on there, which will be uh, derived of, uh, put together a derivative of things, like my Auntie Dion, Warwick Records, my auntie Gladys Knight Records, Dog and myself and all of us. There'll be a bunch of Bad Boy Records on there. There'll be a bunch of Rockefeller Records on there, which Jig is one of the greatest executives I've seen that's an actual artist. I'm sorry. He's top of the line. Yeah. And and I would, from the Jigger connection, you know, that engulfs in, you know, his own shit, Rihanna, J. Cole, and all of that. So all that's added into there. You know what I'm talking about? As well as the original Rockefeller, Beanie, and all of them. Yeah, motherfucking Meek and all that type. I'll take all Dipset shit. Man, I'd have a playlist. One CD is what I'd take. I wouldn't even take a CD, man. I'm taking a, a flash drive. <laughs> and I would make sure I got a computer, right? That has solar energy. The energy from the sun will keep my my motherfucking computer because I gotta have the computer with the solar roof up on it to keep it afloat. Mm -hmm. Right, man, so you I better believe it. Roof up, I got the stick to put in there, and I got all kinds of shit. There's a girl named BB R E X. Oh, BB Rexa. Man, please, man, I have her on that motherfucker. I have my little cousin on there, cuz. Uh, uh actually my niece because benzino is like my big bro so i'd have uh, uh coy lebray in that motherfucker i'd have man i have so many different other things on that bitch. you could i have my uncle willie nelson all in that bitch i have kenny rogers i have Lionel richie i have all the commodores i have all o, the ojs i have hello Hell, you know what blue notes i'd have Pitt hello I'm having every, I got many Ripperton in this bitch. I have motherfucker. What? Don't get me started, man. I'm banging you. Don't get me started. Listen, that is one of the most unique answers. I ask everybody that same question that comes on this show, and that is by far at this point you have one of the most unique and creative answers that I've heard. So congratulations, yeah. corrupt young guy. Well, thank you very much. I'm gonna have Rock him his, his own selection. Him and my you no. Know, Eric B's my big brother. Mm -hmm. you know, part of raising his son, Eric B the third. Little Eric, you know what I'm saying? I was a part of that. And so I have, I have Eric B and Rock Kim, public enemy. Kill the noise. Man, I have all that shit. I remember the house parties in Philly. Man, that shit public enemy come on cuz, but but no fighting. Everybody just whopping and dancing and having a good time. I have Chris. I'm definitely gonna have Chris Karras one all the boogie down production D nice my name is D nice I'm all the D nice I'm gonna have uh, uh MC light I'm gonna have MC lights brother milking them cuz 
some call me milk. What? Milk is chilling. Gizmo's chill. What? What more can I say? Top billing. I'm gonna have motherfucking all of Shade. I'm gonna have all of motherfucking. Don't give me Erica Badu. I'm gonna have Jill Scott Heron and Jill Scott herself. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jill Scott Heron. That is the one. No, it's Scott. Gil Scott Heron. Yeah, Gil Scott Heron. Right. And then there's Jill Scott. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. having both, and I'm also going to have Maya Angelou. You know, her shit's on records, too. It's on records. And shit. Oh, yeah, it's cold, man. Yeah, phenomenal woman. And all the rest of that shit, man. She got that. I'm going to have Richard Pryor. I'm going to have Red Fox's shit. I'm going to have my stick so filled up. No, I'm going to have it so filled up with this game. Just let it play from the top. Yeah. There you I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to have Miguel. I'm going to have uh, uh, D'Angelo. I'm going to have Pharrell and them, the nerds. I'm going to have motherfucking. I'm going to have everything. Uh, 50. I'm going to have M. I'm going to. What? Hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna, coming to that island I'm off gonna, top. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to bring some folks. Own, I'm going my own after hours on the island by myself with the motherfucking monkey. <laughs> Oh man, what's your go-to? What's your favorite go-to cereal? You gotta have it in the morning, man. I don't eat cereal. None. No, I have a wife. Oh, I get that. I get that. Yeah, so you know, we doing the uh, over easy eggs. Okay. And the organic sausages, no homo. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, the organic sausages, where she can share with me because she's a, a pescatarian. Prescata- pre- pescatarian. Pre- what you call it, babe? Yeah, pes- pesky. Terrian. I got you. Pescatarian. Yeah, it is. Pescatarian, right? So she ain't eat none of the meats and none of that shit. So, you know, she's making these healthy meals in the morning. I'm eating those. You know what I'm saying? So no cereal for me. But if I had a choice, okay? Uh, Fruity Pebbles and the Captain. My man. On my mom. My son makes edibles, a fruity pebble, rice crispy type of treat. Wow! So you know the rice crispy treats, right? Right. Instead of the rice krispies, because he puts the fruity pebbles on. Okay. Medicated. Woo! That's <laughs> keeps me off of drinking this liquor like I used to. See, I, I, mm-hmm. I I'm smoking more now. I'm back to smoking because I wasn't smoking during my alcoholism I was mm-hmm. to the ram but off of it I'm like you know what let me smoke again and the smoking just keeps me cool and my son makes these edibles that's remarkable Woo! Love it. hey man lastly before I let you get on out of here talk to me about dog food too it's you and Daz's project uh death row records what what can the fans expect from that we know about the how iconic the first dog food was and is dr dre going to be a part of that project in any way shape or form like he was with the first dog food as far as mixing i don't know to be honest dog food too uh me and daz made a pact and came up with the understanding that anything dpg dog dog's going to lead the parade he always led the parade mm-hmm so me and dad's anything we do away from dog that's me and dad's would be dillinger and young Gotti. okay but if it's dog pound dog will run the program 
like he does. Everything you see, dog pound, the dog runs. Because remember, it's dog pound. It's not the pound. Mm-hmm. But without the dog, it's irrelevant. And, De- and Daz agrees. Delmar agrees. So uh, that's really a question for Snoopy because I have no okay. idea where we're going to go dog food to. And that's very exciting for me. I like that. Because you never know when it comes to the champ. When it comes to Snoopy, you never know what he has up his sleeve. And I like that. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know, dog's going to tell us what it is and we're going to show up and show out. As you should. As you should. Well, Corrupt, I have to honestly say, man, it has been an honor and a pleasure to speak with you, man, taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the program. I greatly appreciate it. I like to thank everybody. I like to thank your wife, thank Fortune, uh, who who were instrumental in putting this all together. Um, And then you yourself, man, for for showing up, man, and coming on on here uh, as a member of just the media and especially black media, man. Your presence like yours and others really matter to us and really help our platforms really elevate and be able to tell you your side of the stories and tell them accurately. So I just want to say thank you uh, for all you've done for the culture, all that you're continuing to do uh, for yourself. I'm glad that you're healthy, man. I'm glad that you're back out here and really put, you know, keeping your foot on the necks of these MCs, man, and really and really showcasing the youth uh, as far as your, 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 you being instrumental um, and having that 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 fist and that hand as far as the guidance is concerned and really continuing to keep the culture elevated and music elevated. So thank you, sir. Well, you know, God is great. I used to say God is good, right? And then my big brother, I'll be sure, you know, uh, he told me, God ain't good. I didn't understand that. I was like, what do you mean? God is good. He said, God is not good. That's disrespectful. Mm. He said, chicken's good. God is great. I said, damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you. I'm not fooling with you. And he was right. You know what? Chicken is good. Steak is good. You know, steak and eggs is good. God is great. So, you know, God is great, man. And, and you know, he gives us these opportunities. So I'm going to thank you for letting me and allowing me to be a part. Thank you. Man, it's definitely been my pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go support 7Ps, the Gotti Way, coming very soon. And also, make sure you check out everything that's going on with Corrupt Young Gotti at official underscore corrupt on Instagram, as well as on Twitter. And anything else, sir, you want to promote, you want to plug out here? Because I know you got your hand in a lot. Well, you know, uh, I do want to promote one other thing. I want to tell everybody, this is my promotions. Keep your head to the skies. It's never too late to start. Never too late to start. And keep pushing, man, and and stick to your guns. Absolutely. Young men out there, you're only as great as the person that's next to you. I know you're out there enjoying your life, but when you're ready to get on that level, the woman finds you. You don't find the woman. She finds you. Am I lying? And then one day, you might have this right here, (laughs) which keeps me going every day. (laughs) Okay, I'm out. And just keep on pushing, man. And and thanks for having a a nigga a part of it, man. 
All right, and that will do it for this week. I'd like to thank my special guest, Corrupt Young Gotti. If you want to hear the full, unadulterated, uninterrupted version, make sure you check us out at youtube.com slash TV. I'd like to thank everybody for checking us out this week. If you missed any portion of this broadcast, make sure you download and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. That is SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all for free 99. Also, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at NickHamilton213, as well as Instagram at NickHamiltonLA, and check us out at NightCastMedia.com. For my engineer extraordinaire, producer to the stars, Jake Warner, better known as Big Brother Jake, and SiriusXM, Slam Radio, and Nightcast Media. I'm your host, Nick Hamilton. Until next week, take care, stay sharp. We in a win like paper planes, y'all. The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.